Afro Tales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Chef, Chef. Yes, Glio. Don't you love how we get to share our stories and recipes? Yes, I enjoy it greatly. Do you know what makes it possible for everyone to hear us? Yes, Glio. Our voices, obviously. True, but it's also Anchor, a hosting platform that distributes the podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. Oh, yes. And isn't everything needed to make a podcast in one place? That's correct. And the best thing of all, Chef, it's free. Free, you say? Free. And all I had to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, you just had to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yep, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and do what we're doing now. Fantastic, Grio. Simply fantastic. I know, Chef. I know. I'm Amon Mazingo, your storyteller, and this is season two of the Afro Tales podcast, where we journey through the Americas and the Caribbean to explore the tales that grew from its African diaspora. I want to thank Art by Chalet for the beautiful episode art, and especially thank you for joining us on today's adventure. License to steal. Once upon a time was a very good time when monkey chewed tobacco and spit white light. You see, now, Master Tom was boss of the office, and Master Sam, he was boss of the fields. Poor Rabbit couldn't get a job, but he was a tricky fellow and always was hungry. It wasn't often he couldn't find something to eat, though, and something good at that. Now, Mr. Rabby here knew that Master Sam couldn't read. So one day he picked up a piece of paper from Master Tom's office and scribbled something like lies on it and took it to Master Sam. Rabby said, Master Sam, Master Sam, Master Tom sent you this here, sir. Master Sam looked at it and asked what it meant. Rabbi took it and said, Well, uh, it say, Tie Rabbi at six in the morning to a post in the thick patch of cocoa peas and then let him loose at six o'clock in the evening. So, Master Sam thought it strange, but went ahead and Rabbi had some good eating that day. Later, Master Sam went to Master Tom and told him that he could send Rabbi every day like that if he wanted to, but those were their best shipping peas, and Rabbi was destroying them all. Of course, Master Tom said, I have never sent him. If he comes again, fasten him up good, and I'll come down there and kill him. The next morning along comes Rabbit. 
whistling his tune like he always does. So Master Sam had his rope all prepared for Rabbi, and he lashed him up good. Rabbi said, Ma- Master Sam, uh, you-, you tied me harder than yesterday. Master Sam said, That's all right. You'll have to just get by like that. Well, Rabbi did. And Rabbi ate and ate and ate. Then he put some more peas in his bag. He could see something was going wrong, so he cried out. Oh, Master Sam, Master Sam, I have terrible pain in my belly. Will you let me loose, please? Master Sam replied, You know the letter says, I can't let you go till six o'clock in the evening. That's Master Tom's rule. When six o'clock came, Master Sam got his horse and left. Rabbit cried out, Oh, Master Sam, Master Sam, it's six o'clock and you haven't let me loose this evening. Master Sam said, Stay there till I come back. I'm going to let you eat some more cocoa peas tomorrow anyhow. So Rabbit dried up his tears and just kept eating and putting peas in his bag through the night. Now, after a while, along came Mr. Elephant. Rabbit started to cry out so that everyone that was passing by could hear. Oh, oh, they have tied me here until I marry the king's daughter and I just can't do that. She's too rich for my blood. So Mr. Elephant said, Rabbit, what's the matter? Rabbit said, They have tied me up here until I could get good and sleep so I can marry the king's daughter and the food is just too rich for my blood. Mr. Elephant said, Well, let me loosen up the rope. And you can tie me up and I'll marry the king's daughter. After Rabbi tied Mr. Elephant, he went up in the big tree there. He saw them bringing down a whole wagon full of boys to scold Rabbi to death. Now, when they got to where Rabbi was supposed to be, they said, This uh, is bigger man than Rabbi. This bruh elephant. Mr. Elephant said, Where's the king's daughter? I'm going to marry. They must be going to cook up a big feast. Well, they got those boilers real high. And they scalded poor Mr. Elephant. He said, But I'm supposed to marry the king's daughter. Not get scalded. And he started to rear and kick until he broke away. So he ran right under the tree Mr. Rabbit was sitting. And Rabbit said, What you saying there? You see the man here? That's your skull? Mr. Elephant thought Mr. Rabbit was talking to Master Sam and his men. You see the man there you was scolding? Well, he went over there to the west. So you can cut him off if you run now. Mr. Elephant started to run that way down west Rabbi hollered again now he going to the east 
Look out now. Get ready. Here he come. Now Mr. Elephant was scared as all out. And he started running every which way. And he ran so much and ran everywhere that he ran himself to death. And old Mr. Rabbit, he got away. And now I tell you, if you think my story isn't true, just ask the captain of the longboat crew. He'll tell you. The end. Okay, so Bur Rabbit, Bur Rabbit, Mr. Rabbit, or Mr. Elephant. Um, this coming from the Bahamas. 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 <laughs> uh, good story, right? But it reminds me of a story that I have read or recorded um, about Bur Rabbit and Mr. Wolf, um, where same similar type of situation occurs, and um, Bur Rabbit is tied up. And Mr. Wolf finds them, and they switch places, and Mr. Wolf um, gets killed instead of Rabbit. Um, or this may have been, you have that version of it, and then you also have a version, I want to say, from either Trinidad and Tobago, where it's just a man that um, outwits his uh, master, and a similar a similar. Um, situation comes about so you you get these stories um all over the caribbean all over the americas basically it's just outwitting um the master the master the slave master obviously but it comes at a cost of another um person which i i don't like that aspect that it comes out at cost of another of another human being or another being at all. Um, but we do understand that, that Bro Rabbit is a trickster. Um, he is, uh, I want to say, the, the Bantu or Congolese version of Anansi. So where you have Anansi as being the Ashanti, the, um, the uh, West African um, trickster god, uh, you have uh, Bro Rabbit or Bro Hare or the Rabbit as being the Congolese version, um, and I say Congolese, but the Bantu um, version of that same being. Now, he's just not a god. He's just you know rabbits are just tricky beings and can do what they need to do to survive. All right, so. Maybe that lets you know where certain um, certain people landed in the Americas by which trickster they their stories include. If it's uh, the rabbit, then you know maybe they came from the um, central to southern African um, countries. And if this uh, 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 Nancy, then they came from the uh, Western um, African countries. Um, I don't know, you know. Or if you have both of them, and and so then you realize that they had probably both cultures, um, all, all the all the countries. I don't know. I just I just tend to notice that from time to time. But I really don't have much to say about this story. Um, 
but that is crazy that they get caught uh, the way they did. Because it was such a simple little trick. Like, as smart as Rabbit is, you wouldn't think that they would find out that you did this <laughs> and set you up. Come on. You know, but just, you know, that's how it is. Tricksters get tricked from time to time, and that's what happened to Rabbit here, right? Um, sad thing for Mr. Elephant. Um, very sad for Mr. Elephant. I, I feel bad for Mr. Elephant. I like elephants, okay? So I just like elephants as a, cre- as, as a creature that live on the earth, you know? They're one of the last giants, one of the last giant um, creatures, land creatures, you know, kind of like whales at the, o- you know, the last ones of the ocean, at least that we know of. But I'm rambling, so thank you for listening to this. We have one more episode um, after this, and we have a recipe of the week after I get done speaking here. So please stay tuned for that. And thank you for being on this journey with me and listening to me ramble and tell stories and have fun. All right. Um, As always, enjoy life. Um, Thank you for being on this journey and have a blessed day. This is your Afrotales recipe of the week. Bahamian Johnny Cakes. Ingredients. Half cup butter, room temperature, plus extra for greasing pan. Three quarter cups sugar, four cups flour, half cup water, half teaspoon salt, two teaspoons baking powder, approximately three quarter cups milk. Directions. Preheat oven to 325 degrees using an electric mixer Beat the butter and sugar together until combined. Add the flour, water, salt, and baking powder into a bowl. Add the milk slowly until the batter is sticky. Dust hands with flour. Transfer dough from bowl to a greased 9 by 9 pan. Gently flatten the dough into the pan. Bake for approximately one hour or until the edges of the Johnny cake is brown. The Johnny cake will not rise much. Let cool for several minutes before cutting into the Johnny cake. That is your Afro Tales recipe of the week. Thank you again for your time. Thank you for supporting and sharing this podcast with your family and friends. You can always find Afro Tales podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to leave me a message or a tweet, I can be found on Twitter at Afro Tales Cast, on Instagram and Facebook at Afro Tales Podcast, and now on Coffee at coffee.com forward slash afro tales podcast where you can financially support me for the price of one 
small cup of coffee. However you support, I thank you and I appreciate it always. So until next time, have a great day. Thank you.